white-hot magazine of contemporary art. Earlier, you said casually, since I don't believe in painting anymore. Uh, well, I, I don't believe in painting because I hate objects, and uh, uh, I, I hate to go to museums and see pictures of the world because they look so important and they don't really mean anything. People think of you as the, uh, the, the perfect pop artist without really knowing what that means or, I think, really knowing what your work is about. I'd like to try to talk some more about the paintings and the things you did earlier uh, because there's something that I think needs to be explained for the public, which has, at this point, a certain impression of you, and I'm not sure that it's the one that you would want them to have, although I don't think it matters to you very much. Is that true? What? Does it matter to you that people feel one way or another to you? I mean, you have a kind of reputation now, which is a little bit apart from, from what you really are, I think. And does it matter to you that this is so, that they feel one way rather than another about you? Uh, oh, I, I don't really understand. Uh, this is like sitting, um, uh, at the World's Fair, you know, riding one of those Ford machines where the voice is behind you. It's so exciting. You don't have to think anything. But you should just tell me the words and I can just repeat them because I can't, uh, uh, it's, uh, I can't, I'm, I can't, I'm so empty today, I can't think of anything. Why don't you just tell me the words and they'll just come out of my mouth. No, don't worry about it because we... No, no, I think it'd be so nice. But we'll, we'll... <laughs> no, come on, we'll, come we'll on. loosen up after a while. Well, well I, no, it's not that. It's just I can't... Um, I have a cold and I can't... Uh, okay. Uh, think of anything and it'd be so nice if you told me a sentence. Well, let me ask you some it. questions that you can answer. Oh, no, but you repeat the answers, too. All right. Well, I don't know the answer. Oh, well, you... You, you, you... Before you started the silkscreen, you made a number of paintings and you made comic strips, right? Uh... I guess I made comic strips uh, before I did uh, the, the, uh, the silk screen things. And you made some other paintings of things that and were I not made, done mechanically. What were they? I made, uh, I guess they were ads from magazines. And then you made... Uh, and then I made... Uh, things like... Things like, uh, uh, about himself masks a unique sensibility, one which has helped to alter our vision of the contemporary world. He suppresses his own feelings. This comes naturally to him, but also it imposes a detachment which gives his work an objective, almost surgical clarity. In time, he arrived at the silkscreen technique of making his pictures, a method which completely removes his own hand from the paintings. Choosing the images, their scale and shape, he sends them off to be processed photomechanically. Only the choice of color remains. In the factory, as everyone calls his studio, he prints the paintings with the help of his assistant, poet Gerard Malanga. Mm -hmm. 
Like Lichtenstein, Warhol takes his images from commercial art and from the popular culture, focusing on the most banal and familiar components of our environment. Warhol's intention is not satirical. With an implacable coolness, he forces our attention on the bizarre inventory of package labels, movie stars, and news photos of disasters, things we never really look at. By blowing up their scale, treating them so mechanically and passively, and often monotonously repeating them within the same painting, he rides over our indifference and our blindness. We have no other choice but to open our eyes anew to the whole world around us. A lot of people might be inclined, it seems to me, to, to put you down because they could say that your work has a certain distance. It's mechanical and, and you don't really make it and all of those things. And yet, like everyone else, when you start to talk about it, the things you say are about really caring. I mean, you want people's lives to be um, better. Um, yeah, well, I guess I, I really don't... Uh, it's too hard to care, and I guess I, I, I well, I, I care, I still care, but I mean, it would be so much nice not to care. Uh, you, in other words, are you saying that, that you want to, you are involved in this idea of making people more conscious of their lives, but you don't really want to get into, into their lives deeply, you just uh, want to stir up? Oh, yes, yeah. Don't want to get too involved. I think that, uh, that, uh, this is a, a very important thing about all of your work. I mean, this idea of the, own, the distance, your own distance that you keep from it. Is this because of this feeling that you don't want to get that close to it? Or? Uh, I, yes, I don't want to get too close to it. You never in any of your work have ever really said anything that tells anyone anything about you, and you don't want that to happen, do you? Uh, well, there's not very much to say about, you know, about me. But there have been some extraordinary things. I think that for me, the, uh, the, the high point was the opening of the exhibition at the Institute of Contemporary Art in Philadelphia, uh -huh. when uh, so many people came that they had to take all the pictures down, and thousands of people jammed in there, and there were no pictures to speak of, just you. And uh, you had the, the real character of a celebrity there kind of celebrity you really haven't had in American art. Do you realize that? Oh, it was, it was so very glamorous. Well, Andy, do you, do you have any thoughts at all about uh, the fact that so many people like the idea of just being able to watch you sitting in a chair or standing on a balcony signing oh, soup uh, cans? Uh, oh, but that, that won't last very, very long. You don't think so? No. Which is, uh, because uh, uh, just sitting there, um, it's really doesn't mean anything, but uh, what I really want to do is, I guess, do some movies and, uh, and sort of take what we've done and combine them together or something like that. Andy Warhol has turned his attention more and more to movies, and he has become a leader of the underground film movement. He violates all the conventions of filmmaking, and his movies are shown without editing as they come from the lab. While some run for eight hours, most of them were short, three-minute reels, like the 13 Most Beautiful Women. The film you are watching, Nancy Worthington Fish, comes from this series.
Hollywood's superstars, Edie Sedgwick, talks about her impressions of Andy. Andy has an extraordinary sort of removed self. I mean, he loves to see everything and watch everything. And has all this uh, sort of beautiful imagination and, and also very steady, severe vision. Severe in the sense that it's unrelenting. It doesn't change. But it's like ideal because you know, it's he, what he's doing is he just gives back the simplest things to people, and then all of a sudden see what has been in front of them. So he really has a, a touch for that. And his genius, his self, in the world as a person, and he's, he's an artist. very simply, without moving the camera and so on, and now you've tended to make them more and more complicated. Uh, you're, getting, you're getting into sound now, and uh, what, what are you trying to do now? Uh, well, uh, just, uh, well, I got tired of just setting the camera, because uh, it just means that repeating the uh, same idea over again, so I'm changing the... Uh, I'm trying to see what else the camera can do. And I'm mostly concerned with uh, doing bad camera work and, uh, uh, and we're trying to make it so bad, but doing it well. Where, um, where the most important thing is happening, you seem to miss it all the time, or show the most scratches you can on the film or all the dirt you can get on the film uh, or uh, zoom badly where you zoom and you hit the most important you miss the most important thing and uh, your camera jiggles uh, so that everybody knows you're watching the film because everybody else can do I don't know, it's so easy to do movies and you can uh, uh, just um, shooting every picture really comes out right. So um, that's what I'm working on right now. I want to change the subject again. Uh, and I would like to ask you to say something about the new sculpture. Uh, oh, the new things well, I'm working on are, are, are is, is sculpture because uh, 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 since I didn't want to paint anymore and I thought, uh, that I could give that up and, and do the movies, and then I thought, well, there must be a way that I have to finish it off, and I thought the only way is, is to make a painting that floats, and I asked Billy Kluver to help me make a painting that floats, and he um, uh, thought about it, and he came up with the, uh, the uh, silver 
since he knew I liked silver, he thought of the silver things that I'm working on now. And and the idea is to uh, uh, fill them with helium and let them out your window, and they'll float away. And that's one less object to have around. And and it's the uh, well, it would be it's the way of finishing our painting. And, and so you you think that. Um that this will finish off painting, and then... Well, for me, yes. For you. So you feel that, that uh, instead of having a painting, which is an inert object hanging on the wall, that what we really need is to have things which involve people more directly and... Uh, oh, we, uh, we started having... We're sponsoring a new band. It's called The Velvet Underground. And... Uh, and we're trying to... When, since I don't really believe in painting anymore, I thought it would be a nice way of combining, uh, and we have this chance to combine music and, and art and uh, uh, films all together, and, uh, and we're sort of working on that. And, and uh, well, the whole thing is being auditioned tomorrow at 9 o'clock. And if it's out, it might be very glamorous. What sort of thing do you intend to do with the band? Could you uh, talk about that? Well, it would be a, a, a kind of a, the biggest discotheque in the world. And it will have 21 screens and, I don't know, three or four bands. Mm -hmm.